Hello, friends and neighbors from Northridge Drive here in Morris, Minnesota. We feel the wind in our neighborhood, but we enjoy the wide open spaces too. It is the time of year when we can expect big grain hauling trucks to go rumbling by. It has already started. These are heavy duty vehicles. It is a rather blustery day. There are signs of fall, which will soon be upon us in force. Although fall at its best is a beautiful time of year. One can still enjoy a pleasant walk along the biking walking trails east of town. They were pretty popular on Wednesday. It is a nice place to escape our current anxieties. I will state again that when cold weather truly sets in, it will challenge our state of mind. All the forced time indoors, the constant indoor air we will breathe, and of course the isolation of the pandemic being paramount. We will be challenged more than we might expect at present. Looks like my Church of First Lutheran has no plans for resuming indoor services anytime soon. Just heard today that a different church in our area, or I should say churches, is presenting a worrisome problem with the COVID. This would be the Apostolic Christian. Normally, we might want to blot that church from our mind as being sort of a cult-like distraction in our community now, but no. Initial estimates of the COVID outbreak among the Apostolics are reportedly conservative. What does this mean? Well, maybe it will endanger the start of school. My only concern regarding school is for the families that do not have an adult available to be home with the kids during the day. As for households that do have an adult, I would say just keep the kids at home, period. Your family's health is more important than anything. As for learning, your kids will have a natural inclination to want to read online. And yes, they will become enriched this way, just as yours truly was enriched by consuming comic books, baseball cards, Hardy Boys mysteries, Tom Swift books and Jim Kelgard outdoor adventures that I checked out from the library, either the school library or public library. Reading is the key to everything. A kid who is a self-starter for reading will turn out just fine. The New Yorker magazine has a nice little 
takeoff or parody on how the start of the virtual school year will go. Let's take a look at a couple of samples here. At McKinley Virtual High, education comes first. In math, you will learn the principles of geometry. The four walls of your bedroom form a rectangle. No point in learning the other shapes. Now that's kind. That's uh, my kind of lesson. <laughs> Socially distant, physical education will look a little different. This year, students will have to pummel themselves with dodgeballs. If you wear glasses, you must leave them on. It's all part of the educational experience. While there is no substitute for the healthy meals prepared in our cafeteria, you can recreate the nutritional profile of a school meal by squirting ketchup on a slice of pound cake. Ooh. <laughs> yes, let's look over here. Attention goths, your belief that the world is a purposeless wasteland of dysfunction and fear used to set you apart. But now that we're all in agreement on that, maybe it's time to find a new thing have you tried jogging? And bullies, you will have to cope with your parents' divorces some other way. <laughs> All very amusing. From the New Yorker magazine. Let's look at this date in history. September 3rd, going back to 1883. A celebration in St. Paul marks the impending completion of the Northern Pacific Railroad from St. Paul to the Pacific Coast. The road is actually completed on September 8th. Guests include Railroad President Henry Villard, President Chester A. Arthur, Ulysses S. Grant, and General Phil Sheridan. Yes, names from the Civil War. And finally, following my personal custom here, I'm very proud to recite from my ELCA devotional booklet, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. For Thursday, September 3rd, the headline is The Law of Love. Give me understanding that I may keep your law with my whole heart. Verse 34 of Psalm 119. Let us continue. Law-abiding citizens generally understand what the laws prescribe and have learned to live within their bounds. Voting members of an organization, such as a faith community, have learned and accepted certain requirements. For instance, in the ELCA, congregational voting members meet the criteria for active membership. But minimally keeping the law or meeting organizational requirements is one thing. 
Delighting in doing so actively is another. Give me understanding, the psalmist prays, that I may keep your law with my whole heart. No memorizing for the test and then forgetting the material right after. <laughs> this individual longs to know God's law by heart, to incorporate it into daily life. Why? What kind of ordinances delight a person? Verse 35. What policies are we glad to follow? Ones that give life? Verses 37, 40. That ensure well-being for all. Ones rooted in God's love. Lord God, write your law upon my heart. I want to abide in and share your love. Amen. Prayer concern. Policy makers. End of quoted material. Well, it's Thursday, and I had the pleasure again this evening to watch the small UMM choir rehearsal at Eastside Park. It has to be small because of guidelines. Well, the highlight for me, I wish I could say it was the music. Of course, the, the rehearsal is fantastic. But I loved meeting the Miller's dog, April. Brad Miller is the director and his wife Anna was present tonight. April, I am informed, is of the cotton breed, C-O-T-O-N, not real common. So I made a new friend today, which is always a special accomplishment. Have a good rest of the week. <laughs>